Now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Welcome back to Two Men On on the Sports Animal. I'm Fred Slow. Van's not here. Van's not here. Van is in Las Vegas, Nevada. He's celebrating his parents' 50th anniversary. I am here at the Hooters in San Mateo celebrating the opening drive's 15th anniversary. Let's go. Let's go on that. Joining me on the program, friend of the show, friend in real life, David, we see Carl of the New Mexico United. David, welcome, brother. How are you? Hello, hello. I am well. I am well. Excited to be out here hanging out with you guys. United are a pretty good soccer team. Before we get into that, let's talk about the opening drive a little bit. 15 years they have been in existence here in the market. To me, kind of the gold standard, crystal anniversary, the crystal standard of sports talk radio. How significant is a strong morning show, David, in your opinion, as a front office representative of a professional team, how important is a strong morning show in a sports media market? It's massive. It's massive. I mean, think about this. you got two times when you have the most people in the car and the most people who want to tune into this kind of stuff. It's morning drive and the afternoon drive, right? It's, yeah. it's those two times, and it sets the tone for your entire day. And think about it. You're a sports fan. You're at home. You're yes. watching football. You're watching basketball. You're watching hockey. You're watching soccer. Whatever it is, the next morning you wake up and you want to talk about it. You yes. want to hear about it. Right and, away. And before you get into work, you want to hear the hot takes you want to hear the things that are said you want to hear the analysis and and jeff and jj provide that and, and obviously the show's been around for 15 years that's i didn't know there was a crystal anniversary that's pretty cool crystal but i mean it is crucial it's crucial to set the tone for the entirety of the day you go into work you're talking about these things it's great the the follow-up obviously is this you're talking about the early morning sports talk you're the front office you're the administration of what i might argue is the best sports collective franchise team here in the city is this water cooler talk? Do all of you drive in, listen to the opening drive, and then have water cooler talk about the hot take that Justin Mieta did or didn't give on the new stadium or J.J. Buck gave or didn't give on United Soccer or UNM Women's Soccer? Is that the water cooler at the Mexican United? I mean, I'm aware of it. I'm certainly aware yes. of it, and I'm listening in. I mean, the, the one thing I'll say that I think is, is really crucial is these guys know their stuff, mm-hmm. and I think that's really an underrated fact, an underrated piece of all of this. I mean, Anybody can go on the radio and just spout off random-ish. I know for a fact. Yeah, that's how you got a show. how I'm here. Um, But when you go in and you know your stuff and you can talk about, oh, yeah, this is what the Lobos did last night, and here's why it's significant, right? This is what the Isotopes did last night. This is what United did last night, and here's why it matters. Yeah. You know, that's what really makes it interesting, and that's what allows you to be around for 15 years because if you're just going on spouting random-ish. Reading the box score. Exactly. I could do that, and and that's the reason I don't have a show. Well, I tell you what, if you wanted this one, people, they, you are so talented in so many ways in the world of sports and sports talk. Obviously, you worked in TV for a long time, and you know the transition. I worked in radio, too. You worked in radio, too. Poorly. And Well, <laughs> I tell you, if, if you're talking to me, you're talking to Jeff Simbietta, you're talking to J.J. Buck, the three of us might say, you were the one who was smart. You were the one who got out. You were the one that was still able to stay sports and sports adjacent, but make a little bit of coin while doing it, as opposed to to me who's chasing down $500 checks from every single person that works with us. Hey, you know what? I, I think that there's there's positive and negative to each piece of it, right? Yeah. It ain't easy working in front office sports. It's not. It's fun. Yeah. It's rewarding, and I get to make an impact, which matters a lot to me. But you're making an impact every single day. You're providing entertainment to Got people it. every single day. You're making an impact at the Boys and Girls Club every single day. Yeah. 
uh, the YMCA you do a ton of work with. Like, all of that stuff matters and makes a difference. So so I'm appreciative of you. I'm appreciative of the work that Jeff and JJ have done for 15 years. Yeah. I'm appreciative of what you and Van do and, so and Emery and everybody. See, we're talking a little bit about front office of sports franchises. We're going to talk about the United being in what I believe is the best direction the franchise has ever been in. What is the weirdest email you've ever had to answer as a front office exec? What oh. is the weirdest, like... You have to save the day for a fan, or there's there's an outrage off of social media something. What is the weirdest fire you've ever had to put out Oof. as the administrator of the New Mexico United? Weirdest? I don't I mean, there, we had a recent one. I don't know if it's weirdest, but it's what's immediately springing to mind. Is, uh, I was actually I was on your show recently. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, it's, um, it's my favorite episode. <laughs> And I was I was talking about upcoming United match and you know how we were so excited and all these kinds of things. I get an email complaining to me about my appearance on your show. Okay. Because I didn't promote the women's World Cup. And I, if you know me, you know I love women's soccer. Yes. And I, I know it's not for everybody. It is certainly for me. Um, I, I love it. I I can't wait for us to have a pro team. Yep. I've spent uh, you know every every match of the Women's World Cup so far this year over at the National Hispanic Cultural Center, watching the watch parties over there. Big thirty foot screen. It's been awesome. Yeah, doing very well. But somebody complained to me. It was like, why aren't you promoting women's soccer? It's like we do this constantly. That is who we are. We love that stuff. So I just I I just replied back like, thank you for your concern. Check out this stuff that we've done recently. Look at it. Come join us. Come hang out with us. It ended up being very positive. Turned into a positive thing. Well, isn't so, sele- sorry to cut you off. No. Isn't selective hearing interesting? I'm gonna use Justin B as an example. Sorry, if I you, wasn't listening. What? Ohio. So <laughs> you you check uh, 505-246-0610. You check the sports animal text line, and you'll say, Jeff, you're completely right. Uh, the state of New Mexico and Albuquerque should never have a new stadium for United. And then the text below will say, Jeff, you're completely right. The state of New Mexico and Albuquerque should have a brand new stadium tomorrow. And it's almost like selective hearing. People hear, hear what they want to hear. What you want to hear? Yeah, yeah. I think, but I think that's that's not just in sports. That's not just in radio. That's just in life, man. Yeah. Um, I think anybody in the world has dealt with individuals, dealt with people, coworkers, friends, colleagues who hear what they want to hear and don't hear what they don't want to hear. Um, and I mean, we all deal with it. It's okay. It's part of life. I mean, it's annoying. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's annoying. But you know, I think we all deal with it, and we all have people in our lives who are wonderful listeners and. Maybe some who are less so. Director of Fan Interaction for the New Mexico United, my personal friend David Weesey Carlson, down next with me here at the Hooters on San Mateo as we're celebrating the opening drive's 15-year anniversary. Come have cake. We brought cake. I had some cake. As soon as I walked in, it was immediately offered to me. <laughs> it's pretty great. Isn't it good that COVID's over? There was like a time when we couldn't have cake with each other. I was Okay, I'm glad you tied that together because that seemed really out of life. But isn't it good that COVID's over? Yeah, yeah, it's great that yes, COVID's over. Because of cake. Because And no other reason. I don't. I don't want to interrupt, but this guy called back, and I felt really bad because he wanted to say nice things about the sports animal. Oh, okay. Who is it? Robert. Friend of the show, Robert? Yeah. Let's go. Welcome to the program. Friend of the show, Robert. Sorry, Hi, Robert. Fred. It's so many Hi, guests in afternoon. a row. Yeah, Robert, welcome, yeah, brother. Congratulations on the longevity there at Sports Animal. I've been listening to Sports Animal on and off for as long as you've been on the air. Really appreciate the local sports without sports animal would be uh we'd be in a bind i would say oh but i love I, that i do remember uh, some of the parties that you had back at the uh at the fairgrounds there at the racetrack that probably goes back 20 years and also some of the parties that you had at sandia casino i oh, think those, those are, the are some of the best parties that i've ever attended for super bowl <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, congratulations. You guys do a good job. Oh, thank you, Robert. Friend of the show. There we go. Yeah. Big, yeah, big thank you to us. Big thank you to the opening drive. Hey, Marie, thank you for getting Robert on there. Oh, isn't that nice? Taking it, the time. Yeah, I think some of those uh, those parties over at Cindy Casino may have been a little blurry for you, Fred. Yep, yeah, yeah, strong possibility. Yeah. Hard yes. Yeah. Blurry to me is how poorly the United play early in the season because you're playing so well now. What has that dichotomy been for you guys? Because I'm going to, like, and I told you this. I told you this when it's happening. I said, the fans are rumbling. I'm rumbling. I see more talent on the field than I'm seeing in the box score. But you made the coaching change. We had a couple big home wins. You're, you're drawing ties. You're beating El Paso on the road. My man, the New Mexico United are in the mix. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're the hottest team in the league right now, and we're really happy with that. I think, you know, this is... Zach Prince did, did some wonderful things here, and we were really grateful for Zach Prince uh, in, in the time he spent here. Eric Quill has brought something different and something dynamic and fun and exciting, um, and we're really grateful for that. It's It's been a spark for this team, and since, yeah. he's came, since he's come on, I mean, last five matches, four wins and one draw, unbeaten in five straight, hottest team in the league. We've climbed from we were in a, a bad place in the standings. We were down in 10th. Now we're above the playoff line and climbing. We're four points out of third place. Um, we with matches in hand. So if we win the matches we have in hand, we're in third place right yeah, now. Yeah, hosting. And, and we're hosting a playoff match for the first time in our history. I mean, it's it's been the, one of the best runs in the history of our club. We're scoring a ton of goals. We've kept three clean sheets out of our last four games. I mean, it is fun soccer, and that's what Eric Quill promised when he got here. We just had to see if he could deliver, and he has. It's fun soccer, it's goal-scoring soccer, and it's clean sheets. You don't get those things combined very often. Well, and it's, it's been awesome. And it's not just game day, right? It's not just from the time that the opening kickoff and, until the final whistle. It's all week long. We've been trying to get you on all week. We've been trying yeah, to get Yeah, sorry about no, that. Well, in, in little inside baseball, but it's it doesn't stop for you guys on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. No, no, no. We're I mean, we're in constant. It's, it's, it's trying to make sure everything is wonderful for the next match, right? Like, my role, I'm director of communications and fan experience. So the communications is stuff like this, hanging out with you, which I really enjoy. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, there's certainly a lot of work associated with that. But the fan experience side, um, I think, is a lot of the stuff that fans don't necessarily see. They go to a match, things go well, and they're like, oh, that was a lot of fun. They don't, you don't think twice about how that happens, and I certainly didn't. I've, right. I've been a sports fan my entire life. I went to a game, the fireworks went off, and it was great. You know, I got a hot dog, <laughs> and it was great. You know, that was it. But, you know, that kind of stuff takes a lot of work from a lot of people on the back end. Um, so, yeah, we're constantly working. You know, our next home match is on the 12th, so we've got two weeks on the road before we get back for that. Um, our theme night is, is summer block party. There we go. What's that look like? We're going to have some really awesome stuff out of the tailgate. We're going to have a dunk tank. We're going to have soccer, giant inflatable soccer darts. We're going to have... We're going to have, uh, we haven't announced yet publicly, but go ahead. We're going to have a big old cook-off with really delicious burgers from local chefs made yes. for fans that are going to be free. Like, that kind of stuff is stuff we're working on, right? And, and I'm, the isotopes do the same thing. The Lobos do the same thing. Like, all of that stuff, there's so much that goes into making it work. And when it all comes together, it's the best thing. It feels so good. David Weesey, Carl, joining me of the New Mexico United. Talking, obviously, about what's going on with the team on the field. We're celebrating the opening drive here at Hooters off San Mateo. Van's not here, so we're having a really good time because of that. Hey. Stadium talk came up as soon as you walked in. It did. It did. And, and it, what's it, up? And it constantly does. You what's know, up? That's, uh, you know, it's, it's a work in progress. You know, we've been... We've been very straightforward, and we know, you know, we're we're hoping to eventually be at, at Balloon Fiesta Park. It's been a thought. Um, there's a lot of things to figure out. There's a lot of people to talk to, right? We need to have conversations, and so to say that anything is anything close to a, a done deal it would be would be not fair or, or inaccurate. There's a lot of conversations that need to have, a lot of people that need to be included, and and we're we're making progress. I think slowly but surely, and, yeah. and we hope to have something. Does a winning franchise help that conversation move forward? 
in the it, way of a new stadium. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't. It certainly doesn't hurt. I mean, again, we've you know we've made the playoffs every year in our history except one, um, and and we're really proud of that. We're certainly on our way to making the playoffs again this year, and our goal is to host a playoff match for the first time in our history. When you can continue to grow and continue to get better, and you achieve these things, you go from a playoff match to hosting a playoff match, and then you go to winning that match, and then we're fighting for titles. You know. People want to go see a winner. I don't yeah. care what sport you're in. I don't care what level you're at. People want to go see the team you're cheering for. You want them to win. I mean, and so we're going to do everything we can to try and win. And like I said, we've done that a lot lately. We want to keep doing it. Do I have to wait for the 15th year anniversary of Two Men On for a new stadium to be here in the city of Albuquerque? <laughs> I, I certainly hope not. Okay. I certainly hope not. I think we're making progress. It's it's not uh, it's not always linear. Yeah. You know, it's not always from A to B. There's there's detours, and, and again, it's it's really, really crucial. And the, the thing I want to stress more than anything is through this whole process, we got to include people. we got to yeah. have conversations. You can't just say, yeah, we want to put a stadium here, we're going to plop it down. That's not fair. That's not fair to the people who are involved. You know, if, if something were to happen at, at Balloon Fiesta Park, like, we need to include people in those decision-making processes, people with Balloon Fiesta, people in the area. Like, that all matters so much, and, and we're just not the type of organization that's going to come in and say, yeah, we're going to plop down a stadium. That's it. I think not who we are. I might be wrong on this, but tell me. Step one is you get a New Mexico United hot air balloon. Tell me more. Okay. Yeah. So we get the balloon. Okay. We hire a pilot. Yeah, that's now, usually helpful. Okay. Now, also, I don't know what the certification to become a pilot is. I, I can't I'm sure imagine. it's not easy. Well, I can't imagine I'm far off. What do I have to do? Probably, like, practice and so, learn how to operate and probably other stuff. It's probably just like a flight simulator, right? A couple internships. I think there's probably a lot of balloonists listening right now yes. who are not happy with They're you. They're not at all. No. They, here's what, because I think it's like pro wrestling, right? You have to come up a certain way. Towards, you got to be on a chase crew for six months. And then after that, you got you have to untie it and tie it up in the course of five minutes. It's probably have, hard. There's probably oh. different. I've been on a balloon flight three times in my life. Um, it's a blast. But I've seen the chase crew, and they work their, can I say the A word? They work, yes. their, they work their asses off. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to get you in trouble here. No. They work their asses off, man. It, it's tough. I mean, the pilot works hard, too. But, yeah. like, you land, and these, these chase crews, they're doing what they, their name says. They're chasing. Yes. They're finding the place where you're going to land, finding a route to get there. They're getting every, like, all the balloon pulled down so it doesn't, like, blow away and hurt people. And, like, there's a lot that goes to being in the chase crew as the, well. I, well, here's why I think I could do it easily. Because ballooning to me is a lot like radio. Because I don't know any professionals in radio. I only know hobbyists. And that's exactly what ballooning is. I don't, I don't know. You've got a couple professionals been doing this for 15 years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That is so wild. I mean, me and Van were talking about this off air the other day where I don't necessarily know if Two Men On in Afternoon Drive even has a chance to exist without the morning show. Because, you know, mm. they're competitors here in town. And what do they do? They pipe in. Sure. You know, it's national broadcaster. Like it's, and, and if we start looking at the numbers, we've got, we got four salaries and we got healthcare and we got insurance sure, we got all these sure. things. there's a cost associated well you got to make money to pay for that and you have to yeah of course and do you necessarily have to do that if you're a station here in town that just regurgitates satellite programming you don't can can i be can i be i'm gonna be fred for a second yeah go ahead from the text line yeah. uh for the hottest team oh. in albuquerque any chance there will be a roof on the new stadium to protect from the heat good question we, we need that right yeah. i mean we need that i mean it's it's been 174 degrees for the last 10 years it seems so uh yeah we're, we're working to try and make that happen uh, also also, just heads up inside radio, we never read text from this number because this guy is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from the text number. Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> it, there's a lot of ways to do sunshade, too, which is kind of fun. Like sure. the, the innovations, and this is going to sound so stupid, but 
literally now tarps weigh less than what tarps have ever weighed. Mm, mm. You can do incredible overhang things. You can have open air over the middle. Sure. You can have you can have it come every seat shaded, and you can still be an open air facility. Yeah, a hundred percent. And we're not going to be an arena, right? Yeah, we're not going to be indoors. But yeah, you got to find ways to be creative. You got to find ways. You know, we, we use elements, all that kind of fun stuff. But. Yeah, we don't want people baking out in the sun all the dang time. You're the absolute best. Thank you for coming by. Uh, you're on the road tomorrow. We are, yeah. We play on the road tomorrow, 8 o'clock kickoff at Orange County SC. Keep the winning streak rolling. How's Orange County? I'm not familiar. They're, they're, uh, they're right behind us in the standings. So okay. it's a, a six-pointer. So we need it. We need it. They're just behind us. It's a, Griff, six-pointer means if you get three, it's like getting six because the other team didn't get three. Boom. It's like two for one. Amory's like, shut up. We need to go to commercial. No, it's, this is I kind need, of a rowdy show today, so it's okay that we're not on time because we're, we're partying. <laughs> I need I'm a sucker to, for I'm dummies. To keep time. Do you want me to personally call and apologize to Dreamstyle that their commercial didn't run 12 times in the 5 o'clock hour? <laughs> if you need a soccer for dummies book, I'm a dummy who likes soccer, so I can help you out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Live from the Hooters on San Mateo, it's been a hoot. Oh, I see what you did there. We're just winging it. Stop. You, you've done enough. I don't give a hoot. No, here we go. Hers is better. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Live from Howie's in San Mateo. Hooter. Calling. What did I say? Howie's? because <laughs> we were just talking about Howie. Well, uh, well, during Monday Night Football during the fall, we're live from Howie's on Montgomery. That'll be fun. Hopefully, a friend of the show, Lenny, will join us there. Not just here on the Sports Animal Hotline. Friend of the show, Lenny, welcome, brother. Welcome and congratulations, but with any good show, morning and afternoon, you have to also congratulate, or at least acknowledge behind-the-scenes people. Mm-hmm. You got J.J. Buck, Stud. who started out as an intern, worked his way up, and then we have someone called A. Marie. That's the gal. <laughs> Thank you, The jack-of-all-trade. So I'm going to use this as an example since I work in the, used to work in the film industry. You never see a good movie made without background actors. Perfect example, Will Smith, I Am Legend. No background actors. The movie was about as exciting as my wedding. <laughs> we appreciate so, you, Lenny. But congratulations to all of you. You know, and I'm glad you guys do it. I couldn't make it today because I had a little thing of my grandson's six-year birthday today. Oh, happy birthday to him. him For his birthday party. Bring him to Hooters. You know. He'll love Hooters. I mean, come on. It'll remind him of his early years when he was eating. And then when you get off the air, you can call me and we discuss Howie's and other stuff. And then I'm going to give the Angels credit for not trading Otani. Doing what they're doing to try to get rentals for the year. Because I think the mindset might be is that they try to resign them, increase the value of the franchise by $500 million to three-quarters of a billion dollars in value by signing them for 10 years, and then Moreno offloads them. Because just think what the value of Charlotte Hornets would have been if they would have gotten a victory one by Yama before Jordan sold the team. Yeah. Hey, Lenny, joining us right Hey, joining us right now, Lenny, friend of the show, Jeff Simbietta. Lenny, if you're going to say some kind words, Jeff is going to be here listening in just one moment. So let me set the table for you, Jeff. Friend of the show, Lenny, is calling in to apologize for not being here in person. I, I, I'm, I'm a little upset that he wasn't there this morning. I, I'm not going to lie. But, but I understand 
the circumstances and, and, and Leonard were good. Do you know how many events Leonard's been to over the years? I, I wouldn't be able to venture a guess. So I, I went over. Lenny, you remember the one up at County Line? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, there was a yeah, the great one. I bring out the memorabilia show. I even did memorabilia at the ones at Hooters. But you guys have all treated with me with nothing but class and respect. I've done your Super Bowl parties yep. at Sandia. It's been yep. great through the years. That's because, okay, so I, as I was going through my closet looking for this vintage 610, the sports animal yes. shirt that I'm wearing right now, I found the Cardinals. Do you remember when I bought all those lottery or those raffle tickets and I won the Matt Kemp signed Dodger jersey and the Cardinals jersey? I got a Cardinals jersey. Okay. Which is garbage. Is it? I mean, okay. it, 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 it's a Bob Gibson. Some guy named Bob Gibson. Or Nobody really. Know who the hell yeah. that is. But I got a Dodger jersey. So the, Bob, the, the stinking Cardinals jersey in the back of the closet. But do you remember that, Lenny? And everybody was like, how did you win all those? Yeah, well, I bought all the damn tickets. And then also... I took care of you nicely for your brother with the Raider tickets. Oh, with the, Raider you did. Helmet, the, with the helmet. The signings. Okay, okay. So, so my brother, he had a birthday with a zero on it. Yeah. And Lenny found me a helmet with it's three, Lenny. Right? Three Raiders have been MVPs in the Super Bowl. Do you know who they are? Okay, I would. Uh, and he had he, Lenny found a helmet signed by all three of them. I wouldn't be able to. No, I have no idea. Jim Plunkett. I would have got that. Marcus Allen. I might have got that. Fred Fred Belitnikoff, oh, am I, I right? Fred, I think it was Fred Belitnikoff, yeah. And it was on a beautiful, full-size, old gray helmet. Yeah, no, there. and he's got it. He, he's got it. And then you know what's crazy about that, Lenny? Uh, a couple of years later, I was out in Gallup at Sammy C's event, um, and I found a poster signed by all three of those. But, yeah, three, three Raiders awesome. have been MVPs, and Lenny found me. That helmet for my brother's birthday with a zero on it yeah. is still at his house in Huntington Beach. Love that. And you're the only radio station in town, and I've been here since 1979, that have ever done events for or with or made donations for it. Now, we tried to make donations, right? That, I mean, when I, when I bought all those dang tickets, it was it was for whatever the cause was that day, yeah. right? Right. No, yeah. but I don't. I don't mind donating to other causes and donating autograph stuff. Not to get a pat on the back because the money no, is going to go to a good cause. Good people, column. man. Because you're good people, Lenny. Let, let, let me tell you something. And Fred, you've been doing this for two plus years. Well, six years on the stage. But how, how long have you been on the stage? Uh, five years here in town, and counting two the plus weekend on the show. show. Yeah. So. All right. So Lenny, you, you get. Oh, I just lost my flip flop. Um, so you get this. I did. It. My flip flops over there. Um, there, there, there's good people, and and, and and you're you're a core. Like if you, we were just saying, Lenny was the only guy missing this morning. We had Edward out there, Howard was out there, Grady came down this morning. Um, who, who am I missing? And then they all came out. Terry was out. All the Hall of Fame legends, and I know you're going through some stuff. It's amazing the people that this radio station has brought together. I, the I, fellowship. Dude, you're not from here. I, I don't know if I, I don't know when you're from here. I've been here 27 years. I don't know. Somebody told me today you're from here. Love it. But the people here have great, great they, they embraced me since day one. And somebody gave me the greatest compliment today. And, Lenny, I, I don't know if you appreciate this. I know you will, Fred. Somebody said to me, when you came into this market, however many years ago, you didn't look down on us. You didn't say, I'm from wherever it is. I did radio here. I did TV here. You came into this market and treated it with respect and embraced it and let it embrace you. And, and that was yeah, the best I compliment you I've had. from TV. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you came from TV to radio, you know, with the six-month off in between you had to take. 
But there was no ego. You just came on and it was go next station up. Dude, what am I going to have an ego about? I got fired at Channel 7. Like, what the hell am I going to have no, an no, ego no, about? I'm, I'm just no, an no, idiot at the job. <laughs> some people in this town no, have man. had that ego. What am I going to have an ego about? I, you know, I have microphone, will travel. You, you, you are where your feet are. Oh, yeah. You are where your feet are. I don't care where you've been. I've watched people with egos. And pick your profession, right? Mm-hmm. You have, you have, Steph. Yeah. Pick your profession. You're not better than anybody, man. You have different experiences. I'm not better than anybody. And, and, and I wasn't going to – I'll tell you this. And you guys will appreciate the story. So six months in, my uncle had been at UNM for years. He'd been t- he was a tenured professor. And we're out in Corrales having, having a barbecue, drinking some beers. He says, well, what do you think? Six months in. This is back in 1997. I said, it's, it's really cool. I love the sunsets. But, gosh, it's slow. Nothing happens. Yeah. And people, he's like, then you need to go. And I'm like, what do you mean? And, like, I like, Jeff, and I like calling in. Not so much that I know what I'm talking about. I think sometimes I'm better than all the callers. I like purposely, <laughs> and I've told this to Jeff, doing the hot take to an elicit responses from the callers just to irritate them. Yeah, no, I know you do. And, and, and Lenny, thank you, man. And thank you for everything you do and appreciate you. I, I'm going to tell you, dude. He, he told me, go. Yeah. He says, because it's been this way for centuries. And, and, and you need to you need to embrace where you are, and, and that's where I just realized, dude, I'm porqueño. Yeah. Like like, like I, I know where I grew up, and I, I love where I grew up, and I know where I'm from. And my daughter said this to me the other day, dude. So we're looking at colleges. We're at Vanderbilt, Harvard, Boston College, Rise. She's at Wisconsin today. Yeah. And and, and and she said, Dad, everybody wants me to hate where I'm from. Everybody's telling me how bad Albuquerque. She's like, Dad, I love it here. Yeah. I'm like. Don't hate where you're from. I came here from New Thank York you. in 79 when the city ended at Wyoming and Academy. Yeah. That's yeah. where the city ended. Dude, yeah. this place is okay. pretty cool. We got our issues, man, and we got to be better, and we have every to be issue, better. Every state has an issue. Oh, okay. They just don't do a so countdown every, on murders everywhere else. Agree, but one thing that brings everyone together, sports. Yeah. yeah, there's a fellowship about it. I know we got we got to go to break. You said something that kind of resonates with me, Jeff. You talked about we are where our feet are. And I tell you, uh, you know, you what you're in 25 years overall in the industry. 20, we, well, no, long. I, I, my first on-air TV. I'm going to date myself a lot. I became a, a uh, I got my first TV job in 1988, 1987 as an intern. Okay, so 32 like been, years. Like I had my first media pass with the Padres. 35 years. In 86 or it had to be 87. Yeah. Maybe 88. I got my first job at, uh, at, at KUSI TV in 1988. I mean, I, I, I get it, man. I am dating myself. And, well, and, and that's the thing. It, that's the thing about the path, too. Not to you, but you know, I, I broadcast my first game in 2003. What are we in 2023? 20 it's years, crazy, right, right there. And you know, in the path you walked, including bowl games and, and your success in television, now radio, on the path that I walked. Including, you know, I'm a pro wrestling guy. You know, my path is a little bit different than yours. We're both right here, right now on these microphones. That's right, right, Santa, right where our feet are. Yeah, and, and we couldn't be more than just moments from each other, and we're enjoying a moment together. And and it's a special industry, and it, and I'm I'm so glad to be able to always support each other. But see, it's the beauty deal. is everything's special. Yeah. Right. Make whatever you're doing special. I, I know it sounds like a damn fortune cookie. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I've watched so many people. People, you, you've talked to kids. I've talked to kids. Go through the doors. I'm yeah. not. Nobody. There, there was no major to be a bowl director. Yeah, right. There's, there is none. You know why? Because there's like 37 of us in the world. Correct. And, and how did I stumble into? 
go through the doors, man. Do your thing. Find what you love. You're just just go find what you're good at. And and bottom line is be happy. And yeah. Jim, you and I are so blessed to do what we do every freaking day. Yeah. It, it, it's dumb. So much truth from Jeff Simbiata. You can get more of that live and in person if you so wish. Come down to Come the by. on San Mateo. Say hi to There's us. There's cake. There's cake. I had a piece. Did you get cake? I ate your cake. It was delicious. <laughs> I love when you I eat I put it cake. in my mouth. When you eat my cake, it makes me happy. <laughs> Two in on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. ¿Cuántos minutos? ¿Seis minutos? I don't know what that means. En ese segmento. Orale. I'm assuming we're live. Orale. <laughs> Back live from the Hooters on St. Mateo, Justin Bieta. Is it right about it? I'll sit now. You, yeah, you don't have to. Oh, no, I'm going to sit. Your uh, energy's through the roof right now. This right? party's energy's through the roof for How's you. my head bouncing off the, the uh, TV screen? Celebrating 15, 15 years ago when you were having this party, this has been a huge rear projection Cathroid Ray 2 TV. Is it That's weird? how much technology's changed over the Is it the weird years. the 15 years? Is it? I don't know, is it? So I heard the opening drive actually started in the basement of the Mayflower when it came across the, uh, yeah. the Atlantic Ocean to uh, settle Plymouth Rock. That's yeah, what I heard. No, we were in wool, uh, wool underwear. It got really <laughs> warm, dude. It, it got super, super itchy. Um, warm. Yeah. It, it was miserable. Yeah. We we're, were talking off the air a little bit. I was talking about how I think there's two types of people in the yep. profession of radio. And I said, I think there's people who really want to do it. Yep. And then I think there's people who were asked to do it. Okay. I know I fall into the second category. I never would have got into radio if somebody didn't ask me to broadcast a game one time. Yep. Jeff, I feel about that opinion. And, and do you think there are types of people yep. in the world of professional talk radio? I do. And I always did it in the TV realm, but I'll, I'll, I'll equate it to, to radio. I think there are people who want to be in radio yeah. and people who want to be on radio. Okay. So I, I always equated it in, in TV. People want to be in TV and on TV. I always thought there were people who love the grind, who love telling the stories, who love who love the work. Yeah. The, the, and then there's others who just want to be stars. Hear their own voice kind of thing. Love themselves. Yeah. Want to be stars, think that it's the coolest thing. Look at me. I'm on a bus. I'm on a billboard. I'm on the radio. I'm on TV. I, I always thought, yeah, so, so I, I do agree that there's two types of people I, I i look at it a little differently people who want to be in radio and people who want to be on on radio and i always just love being in it i love the grind i love the creativity i love the competition i love the storytelling i love i love how we gonna how, how we here here's my deal okay I'll, I'll i'll tell you where how i've always looked at it and that doesn't mean it's right sure way. and i'm willing to be wrong every day tell me i'm wrong i don't care well i i think of you as an authority in this no, industry no, so i'm no, following no, no. i um I want so so we all talk about pick give, give me a subject give me the hot topic in the NFL today what what is it uh, Sean Payton all right we, everybody's talking about Sean Payton and not that we got into this today because we we're really laughing kind of got bit. into yeah. our own thing today but I always if we're going to talk about whatever that big national subject I I just want to find a way to make you think differently yeah I want to look at it a li- through a little different lens we're all talking oh it's this or it's this and all the screaming heads on TV. I want to make you, can I tell you my favorite times on radio? Yeah. When I look at J.J. Buck, who I respect the world out of, I think is brilliant. He he knows more than I've ever known in in regards to to current sports. But when he gets that look like, oh, you know that look when someone goes, oh, I didn't think of that. That little epiphany moment. You know that little, those are my favorite, that's when I'm like, okay, I did it. Yeah. When when, when I got, so that makes me think a guy or a lady in their car is thinking the same way. I just want to take, we're, we're all doing some of the same stuff. I just want to make you think a little differently. I want you to take a look at it from a different angle. I, I just, you don't have to agree with me. Right. You don't have to think it the same way, but 
Let's look at it in, in a guy named Bruce Gilbert with Cumulus made me think of the the the, the, the um, topic branch trees and branches and I don't know it, it's all silly but that's how I've always thought to you I just mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what I think I'm gonna be honest with you I'll listen to you we're not always gonna agree but I I, I just want to think a little differently that's all the, you know what's interesting because there's so many approaches to this thing I was talking to JJ Buck about this a little bit when he was on earlier with us but it's I don't know what's best anymore. Either. No, they're, they're, what's best for you is what, what's best. And isn't that incredible? Because especially with the way you watch the evolution of friend of the show Joseph passing by, yep. as you watch the evolution of not just television but radio. Because yep. in the '90s it was a different beast than it was in the 2000s, insanely <laughs> different beast in the 2010s, and now we're in the 2020s. And I, and I think, are we making radio for podcasts? Like no, I don't I, know what we're doing. I kind, I, I kind of been told. See you, Jeff. You know, Jeff. That's a good friend of the show, Jeff Apodaca. Good guy right there. Um, I kind of wonder what we're doing. There's times where I sit in meetings and I kind of feel like I have no idea. I'm kind of being told, you don't know how to do radio. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. And and I'm like, what am I? What I've been doing is is work for a long time. I know I do it the right way. But, yeah, there's evolution. Um, (laughs) You know why I got on news? Give it to me. So... When, when, when I was doing news at Channel 13, now I got out of news because it, it, it was mutual. It was time for me to yeah. go, and I hated doing the morning show. As much as I love the morning show, I hate getting up at 3 in the morning. Sure. I sat, I, I was anchoring the morning show at Channel 13, and, and all morning we kept going out live to the same reporter for 15, every 15 minutes. As you can see behind me, you can't see squat because it's yeah. dark. And it was a stabbing <laughs> in, in Albuquerque, and it was yeah. the same reporter doing the same story. So we're in a meeting planning the noon and the and the five o'clock news. And the assignment guy came in and he said, "I got an update. You're going to have a murder for the the noon news." I just got off the phone with the hospital, and she's not going to make it. Yeah. And 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 oh, that was a bummer. He says, "But I do have some new information. She had a three month old son." And the producer of the new newscast is, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I felt that. Coming. And I instinctively said, "You're flipping." Yeah, you're out there. Right, uh, like, 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 like you're after. Yeah. And they all looked at me. And I'm like, really? Like, I'm the issue? Like, are we that de- desensitized? Ugh. I said, you have a nice lead for your noon newscast in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And there's a three-month-old kid without a son. And that's why I, I, I literally walked away. And I'll go back to the mirror thing. I couldn't do it anymore, no. man. I don't, I didn't want to do it anymore. I, I, and nothing against the way, but that's the evolution. Yeah. Okay. That's the evolution. Where does it go? If it bleeds, it leaves. All that, all that BS. I, I just, I love being in TV. I did, dude. It, it's what I always want to do. Be in, not on television. Yeah. I love telling stories. I love the grind. I love shooting video and editing video and telling stories and finding stories. I loved it, and I loved to do it in sports. I got back in the news. I couldn't do it anymore, dude. No. I, I just, and, and so the evolution of radio. I hope we're not going that way. Right, and I think our format, what, what you do, you you and Van get to do it in a totally different way, and it's so lighthearted, and it's you, yeah. right? It's your thing. I think what we've done, they've let me do it my way for 15 years. It fits me, and I think it's resonated, and it's worked in this market. I know I do it the right way, and, and I appreciate all the accolades. We've got the respect of – I've been able to walk the line, I hope, yeah. of entertainment and information. Well, And when you and I will sit down or we'll sit down with our bosses and we're doing a little back-of-the-house talk, I think that's the conversation that always comes to the forefront is it's two insanely different products. Our products that's right. Product, no, two insanely right. different products. That's right. Both have the exact same equal value. 
Well, it's got to be, dude. But, but see, what, what I've tried to do is try to earn the respect. Like when, when Richard Pitino came out today, yeah, or Eddie Good Nunez, dudes. or Good Danny dudes. Gonzalez, Good or Mario Mocha came on, or how Mummy called back this and sorry I missed your call. You know why I've got the respect of people over the years? Because I'm going to ask them the tough questions, but I'm going to be fair with them. Yeah. I'm going to listen to them. They know I've got to ask. Like you and I, if there's an issue, we got to ask, right? But I'm going to let them tell their story. I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to be fair. I, I'm not gotcha guy. That, like, I, the, and I've always said this. The day I've got to become that guy, the day, and, and maybe that's where, you know, some people want me to go. Sure. And, and, and then fine. Show me the door and tell my key card to stop working. I'm not shock radio guy. I, I can't be. I've got to be true to me and the guy in the mirror. That last word you said, I think, is the most important one. That's fair. Because I, yes. I feel, as, as I take in your product, as, as a fan, as I take in your product, there's fair effort to everyone involved. And I'll be the first to say, because you know I have a relationship with Mario before at Southern Illinois and kind of all yeah, that. Yeah. But to me, whenever um, New Mexico State basketball was going down, I thought your approach to that was so incredibly more level-headed than my approach to that. Because I wanted to overreact and i wanted to you know cut off the bottom half of the state and i wanted to be that guy and to watch you dissect it and break through it and give facts versus give like the opinion that i was overwhelmingly feel i was so impressed by you too i know mario i knew greg i knew greg higher i got to know him pretty well i know so many i know you know sherry jones who runs the six man down there she's the nicest but it's relationships that i've made over all these years I, I, I've got information coming in from so many places. I know way more than I ever share on the mm-hmm. air. I, I I just can't be that guy, dude. I, I And that's okay if you can or anybody else can. Yeah. I can't. And, 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 again, I'll go back to you. you just got to be true to you. What we have to do, though, is step away for a moment. We're done. So we can <laughs> we can say thank you to everyone who supports the show. Jeff, go celebrate with that. It's, uh, I'm not surprised by how many people are here celebrating you, but I like the passion behind them all. Yeah, well, it's been good people. I appreciate it. I keep doing what you do, dude. Yeah. It, 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 it just, like I said, you know, do it your way. Everybody's got to do their thing, and, and, and congratulations on what you do. Simply the best, said Tina Turner. She wrote that about Jeff Simbietta. Whenever we get back, two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Wrapping up the 5 o'clock hour here at the Hooters on San Mateo. Justin Bieta with me. I think you're Am just I supposed a, to be you, on with you. Are you just avoiding know. your fans at this point? Dude, I, I just didn't know. We were talking <laughs> off there, and then Jeff came by and offered us another beer, and then I didn't know if I was supposed to still be on with you. Does anyone on? Does any friend of the show know who Jeff Barry is? I feel like his name comes up often. He's like our big boss. So, like, we have a boss, and then he's our boss's boss. He is the guy who is the general manager, yeah. uh, 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 vice president general manager of all of our seven And stations. he will regularly circumvent our direct boss to come directly to us. And it makes God. kind of for a confusing, so can I, can I, can there's I tell a hierarchy. You, can, I, can I tell you how lucky, so there have been, Steph, you've been, how long have you been around? I think I'm going on my ninth year. It's crazy. So Milt McConnell hired me and Jeff Berry was the sales manager. Oh, okay. I think I came right whenever we he went to market. We have been blessed. Manager. Let me just tell you, in the, how many years I've been here? I forget. Oh, yeah, 15. <laughs> uh, we have been blessed with two unbelievable leaders, Jeff, Jeff and Milt. Yeah. Like, it's good. Like, like Milt comes back. Um, we'll be at the NMBA um, banquet here in two weeks. Why? Because you're back to back to back to back to I back. Seven out of, I, I think it's seven out of eight. Isn't that wild? what I've heard. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's like, I, I'm not looking to stack acrylic, dude. But it's, <laughs> but it's nice to win. Like, you know, dude, you've won awards. Me, like, I, it's nice to win, but it, 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 it's whatever. All of my awards are fan awards. Yours are industry awards. These are actual awards. 
I've, I've never won an industry. I've made some money. I've never won an industry award. All right, so is it weird in my office, my bowl office? I've got all the NMBA acrylics, and mm-hmm. there, there's – I've won a few over the years. Yeah, fair television. sure. But the three from the National uh, the National Sports Media Association, ACC, be well. Those guys – I remember. How'd you play today, dude? <laughs> next time, brother, next time. Next little, time. little off the air is on it, the air. Is it weird that I've got the, the three uh, NSMA awards at home on my mantle? Like, like those yeah, are a different level. Thing. Is that weird? They are no. kind of a different level. Yeah. Huh? yeah I, I don't know, dude. I, th- those ones are like – I just don't want those stolen out of my house. Like my house will get broken. The, the other ones are door stoppers. <laughs> but but they're, they're, they're nice. And, like, I, I, I will never, ever, 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 ever take any accolade or award no, for, for no. granted. I may never win another one, dude. Right. I may, and I, I, I'm grateful and I'm blessed and I'm humble, but, but they're nice. And so, hey, but Milk will probably be there here in a couple weeks at the NBA Awards. I know for a fact I'll never win a New Mexico Sports Program of the Year whenever you guys exist. I know that for a fact. That's not really right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? we got to step away and contractually con- con- we're obligated to talk to Josh Sushan on the opportunity. No, he's an Aztec, right? Yes, I do know that. How about I- all the Aztecs infiltrating your town? And you're talking. And by the way, you're talking about your daughter going to colleges. I'm like, go to Pullman, go to Washington State. So my, I, I, got, I, I got another good buddy going. Okay, when she comes to her senses and goes to Washington State, you have no idea with my relationship with Washington State. You, as soon as here's an alum, I want to Washington know. State okay. win that victory. We're gonna win the day for Crimson. I'll tell I'm going to put you in a group text with Ryan Lee. He'll already have your number. I know Ryan because <laughs> yeah, he was at our game a couple years ago. I'll tell you off the air my first game. Well, I, w- I was at Drew Bledsoe's final Apple cu- final game, the Apple Cup. In Love it. I was there. I was at Jake Locker's final, similar uh, but I different. Missed, I missed that one. <laughs> Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Sports Animal.